0: My guest today requires no introduction. I'm going to get to him in just a moment with my friend Whoa. and attorney Mark Garagos. Uh, you know him from all the years of commentary on various news outlets and his uh, work with defense law. He uh, has been doing reasonable doubt with Adam Carolla for quite some time. And now he and I want to do some things together. And so today will be day one of our streaming debut. We'll get right to it after this. I think everyone knows the next medical crisis could be just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of another pandemic or something much more routine like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their physicians on like Dr. McCullough frequently. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy.
1: It's really, it's a safety net. It's an insurance policy yeah, absolutely. that you hope you're not
0: going to need, but if you need it, you sure as heck are going to wish you had it if you need it. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all these life-saving medications, from anthrax to tick bites. To COVID-19, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC. That is D-R-D-R-E-W dot com forward slash TWC to get 10% off today. Just click on that link. And so let's welcome my guest, Mark Ergos. Welcome, sir. How are you?
2: I'm wonderful, and it kind of was a throwback. I came up the back stairs where my son used to sneak up into your house back in high school. So so, I- so
0: we are in our home studio, which this used to be the playroom where the boys all congregated, particularly. Uh, Do you know that this, this room
2: used to—I'll I'll tell one story. My uh, wife, Jake's mother— did not like him playing whatever it was Xbox. world of warcraft probably yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: no 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 the other one the um call of duty that call was a big life. big game in and here and
2: so one <laughs> oh, one day jake comes home and it's gone and his video player is gone and he came up the back stairs a couple of weeks later, and yep. came over, and here was Douglas and Jordan playing,
0: playing on, on his game. On his
2: game, he had given it. Paulette well, had given it to Susan. Thank you, Paulette.
0: And, thank you. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> so, but 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 if Jake would come around I think and play, we
1: still play. have it. Yeah, we still have it somewhere.
0: His his video player. Yep. Yes. Oh my yes. God, that's too it funny. Just, was she punishing him, or was it just too much? Uh, she just, World the of whole
1: idea of him playing a
0: game, a video game, didn't like it. It was anathema. So she didn't know how much of that was going on here, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> but but to, but, um, but Mark and I known each other since high school. Yes. Uh, we played yes. football against each other. We had rival high schools, that kind of thing, since way back. And then you started working at K-Rock as a concert promoter. Concert
2: promoter, which I was ahead of you on the K-Rock. Yep, I, ahead I of me. By about and what, five,
0: six years? I, I had to go to medical school first. Yeah, exactly.
2: I well, I was doing K-Rock <laughs> while in law school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we had this crazy parallel path. And then your wife went to Westridge with my sister. right and uh and then they became friends and i think that's how we all got back together again and
2: then we've had this crazy existence with douglas who's your oldest triplet yep although we just saw your youngest triplet yeah two came by by. but douglas and jake have had this kind of parallel friendship as well so it's
0: It's so since they were three they outdid us actually they
2: they certainly Uh, did they certainly did and still see each other uh with some frequency how's his business
0: cousin. going should we promote that by the yeah, way yeah
2: dirty taco if you're yeah. in grand central stop by jake is over there and he's got some incredible he's actually now got a taco mossy which they've taken what? yes they've taken the the sushi idea and and put a tacoized it, Tacoized taco <laughs> taco it taco fight it. <laughs> it and They do, it's sold out every time they do it, and they do it a couple of times a month.
0: So it's in the downstairs area of Grand Central Station. You're going to have to wait in line. It's a big deal. Right. And uh, we watched Jake come on as a chef through the clock tower and then uh, Queens Yard. Queens
2: Yard, exactly. He had another place that was in between mm -hmm. whose name, the Musket Room. Which no, was a Michelin star. At. He was under a Michelin star chef. So he's had quite a little career. He's had so far.
0: he was well thought of. They they at, at Queen's Yard and there was no fool in there. So
2: Yeah, well Queen's Yard was adjacent to where you were. Yes at, at, at uh, the that time. That's well, right. Or still.
0: Still. Still still. Yeah. So what did you uh So
2: wait, I, I you know the one thing I you know how every time I see you, Susan was uh, asking as a good producer. She wanted to know well, are you gonna talk about this? And and M was saying, Yeah, I gotta do this. I said, the last thing you need is for to program Drew and I because we'll never get to what you program us for. Right. Because I've always got questions. And here's my question.
0: Okay, here we go.
2: So over the weekend I was watching a little football and I saw Donald Trump on coming on to I think a South Carolina game. And Getting a standing ovation. And then yes. there was people trying to say it wasn't really standing ovation.
0: Then I heard, well, first I heard it was all boos. Yeah. Then I heard the booze were directed at something that happened in the game. And in fact, 12 seconds before he'd had a standing ovation. Yeah. I think he had both. I, exactly. think, he, I think he had standing ovation followed by booze. I think that's what happened.
2: And I thought, wow, he's in the South. Yeah. The one uh, person who is giving him and, uh, and it's not even a run for your money. DeSantis. It was, uh, yeah. And he's fallen by the wayside. It's now Nikki Haley. It's Nikki Haley territory. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he is embraced there. And then when I was talking about it, some of you were saying, well, what do you expect? It's the South. It's a red state. Blah, blah, They yeah. said, well, what about Madison Square Garden two weeks ago? Because right. he walked in with Tucker and with uh, Dana White, Dana White. Yeah. and got a standing ovation there. And then they say, well, that's just the demographic of U.S., Which is true. Yeah,
0: which is true that i think i think that's a good point but uh
2: something's going on you don't see and i'm uh i am a uh, self-professed die in the wool always voted democrat you don't see joe biden getting standing ovations and again <laughs> in fact you have the opposite you know the the champ that yes. usually f joe biden right and i to let's go
0: brandon how dare you yeah <laughs> let's go <laughs> but Brandon.
2: i just wonder as we sit here in very blue california yeah. and a number of people that are in my bubble mm. so to speak confided me mm. that they say i don't understand how we're running him i am uh, b- Biden. that he was fantastic uh for the pivot but that and I know that you're not supposed to talk politics but mm-hmm. I can't help it because it, Okay, it's let's something. get into it.
0: Let's do it. So so your so the question is what
2: how how after four separate indictments yeah, 91 counts a lawsuit that he's currently is an existential threat to his business in New York mm-hmm. a sexual harassment lawsuit that ended up in a $5 million uh, damages award and now is coming back a second yep. time. How, after all of that, when everybody thought that was it, he's done, yes. how was he not done, and how was he getting uh, standing uh, uh, ovations and a reception that right. you, one, would not
0: expect? So he still could be done, right? Could There's be, one, absolutely. One of these things could really take him out of this. the running. So that that... But because that seems to be the goal of these cases, they are not va- – I'm not speaking on my own behalf. I'm speaking on behalf of what I think is going on. I don't think –
2: Don't you love that? that
0: I you have to qualify have to everything, everything. You have
2: to dance around the idea that you could try to analyze what is happening because God forbid that you say anything – and I'll get into it. A gets second. taken out of context, yes, and exactly. then
0: boom! You're you said this. Uh-huh, like I, yes, you're a, I, yes, I said that, but in a whole different context. <laughs> and and that, by the way, it's a whole that's other story. The media matters things I want to get into with you because I've I things all the time that happens to be in that way where they take out clips and they go aha, you're this. And by the way, then they'll take out the other the part that's left out, and the other side will use that as a, aha, you're that. So it's it's nutty, but I think the people that have. All right, I think that a lot of people are very frustrated with um the culture and I think they blame the government for some of these cultural issues and I think it actually started back in the Obama era which is how you got a Trump right which is people f- I agree people were feeling bad about themselves and tired of it I think that's what it is it's like I don't want to feel bad about myself I don't want to feel bad about being a man. I don't want to feel bad about being white. I don't want to feel bad about being a what? Will you fill in the blank category that has been sort of should we say outed recently? Mm -hmm. Sort of sort of called on the carpet. And and I've always said, look. So just to qualify my position, always been like, good things come out of this because like I I realize I have a very Eurocentric way of seeing. I have to really catch watch myself all the time. It's been helpful to me to be close i'm always trying to ascend to the truth so to get closer to the truth is is better for me and if i have biases they get in the way of that i want to know about it i want to do better but a lot of people are tired and they're tired and they aren't as magnanimous about it and and they start saying i you know i'm not a bad person this guy's gonna fight for me i remember a south park episode where randy you know, Randy's sort of the every man in that, right. in that. And he's like, hey, that guy sounds like me. He'll fight for right. me. He he talks like me. And I, and I think that happened the first time. Okay. Then a lot of people stayed with him, you know, still liked him after, after the end of that, which is, again, a lot of people can't even imagine that. But there's a lot of people that still liked him. And now when he gets attacked, they feel like this is all politically motivated, and therefore it has no, in, on its own merit, they can't evaluate it.
2: Well, and the problem that sense? Is, is it that, makes perfect yeah. sense because yeah. what happens is, is there has been a flip. Whoever thought, I mean, I come home at night and I'll, Flip on the channels yeah. and uh, news channels because I'm interested in the news and so-called so-called news, exactly <laughs> whatever it is now. I will say well, I turn on MSNBC and all yeah. of a sudden they're cheerleaders for the prosecution. And I'll say, wait a second here. I'm yes. old enough to remember when that was not. You know, the Republicans were the law and order, and the Democrats were the ones who challenged authority, and that has flipped on its head. I I listened. It shows you how. My life is uh, somewhat uh, shallow. I <laughs> listened to the oral arguments on the gag order for Trump out of the District of Columbia. Okay, that was he's been. He, he was, was been,
0: talking shit about
2: the the court staff the courts, and yeah. the judge. Yeah, and so the way it was reported, I saw. You know, I actually saw people saying. The, the court's going to, uh, they're going to reinstate the uh, gag order immediately at oral argument. I said, well, that's ballsy. If that's the case. I listened to it. By the way, it was all of a sudden these three democratically appointed judges on the court of appeal, they had real problems with this. This is core political speech. I remember, I'm old enough to remember when my side of the aisle believed in core political speech and was defending
0: that. What is core political speech?
2: Core political speech is his ability at a rally Ah. Trump to discuss the cases, to discuss that it's politically motivated, to do, by the way, what I remember doing in the 90s when I was representing Susan McDougall in the Whitewater. Yep. I was taking shots at the Office of Independent Counsel. I said this was politically motivated. Yes. You're coming after the Clintons because of this. All of that now, when you flip it, is no good anymore. Now yeah. we can't do that. And now we're going to gag him. We're going to gag him a year out from the election. The election is less than a year. And we're going to gag the leading candidate in a election, which, by the way, we're prosecuting him arising out of activities and his speech in the last presidential election. The only case law that they were citing when they're doing the argument is case law that was made by the insurance commissioner who was fighting a gag order in Louisiana, I believe it was like, well. That doesn't really seem to me to be tracking the facts of a presidential election where you're prosecuting somebody for
0: his language on the last election. Did his attorney say anything? Yeah.
2: Oh, his – he had a guy who used to be either solicitor general or attorney general in the South – he was outstanding. Okay. And you never would have guessed that by the reporting. That's why I listened. I went on to YouTube and listened to the arguments. It was fascinating to actually hear what was happening in real time.
0: So you're kind of zeroing in on what I think is one of the major problems of our time, which is that reporting is not reporting anymore. Which it takes is,
2: us to media matters.
0: Yes. Right? It, it is It is either opinion or really propaganda or, and, and I do believe they think they're reporting something, but they just, they can't get out of their own way to do the reporting or they believe they have a different job to do than report.
2: Well, I will tell you when you lay, cause I could not, I couldn't accept what i was hearing about the argument on a gag order which to my which is something i've been dealing with for 40 years in the law which is gag orders generally in my cases where they're high profile cases sometimes political but most of the time just because there's a prurient interest I've been fascinated with that because the the last U.S. Supreme Court pronouncement on that was Shepard versus Maxwell, which was where F. Lee Bailey made his career, which was the it turned into The Fugitive, and that was in the 50s. You read that opinion now, or you talk about it now, and it's almost quaint mm. because it was the U.S. Supreme Court trying to regulate a defendant's right to a fair trial. Here- It's We've been flipped on its head. We're not regulating Trump's right to a fair trial. We're saying we don't want the prosecution to be behind the eight ball or we don't want the court to be behind the eight ball. It's an amazing set of circumstances. And... The reporting on it was crazy yeah. because they said it's a hot bench. The you know Trump's lawyer was, you know, manhandled, blah, blah, blah. I saw that. I listened to it. No, he wasn't manhandled. No, he handled the bench. Um and they had tough questions, but guess what? They had even tougher questions for the Office of Special Counsel. Mm. You would have to listen to the hours of the tape to understand that what you are getting fed. If you listen to it, you would understand it's not even remotely accurate.
0: And and I would just also point out that the the same people that are now uh, flipping things on their head that way are the unmitigated fans of Big Pharma and the FBI. Right. These are the... I, what, what happened what, what, did, that's what, what, what i keep saying this is when incredible did, when, did,
2: <laughs> when did the left become cheerleaders for the prosecution and
0: law enforcement
2: and, and that law enforcement I,
0: big pharma right. fbi cia the things that, that my whole life they were absolutely paranoid about and i was fighting my whole life against the right my right. whole career right. you know they're the morning after pill is a is a killing a baby no it's not the you know, HPV vaccine. Oh, no, can't take that. Okay, no, we're going to push that. We need that. That's cancer. Uh, and now all of a sudden, my ability to say anything is under attack from, well, from a different side. And it's that this I've become like, I feel like our job has become fighting for freedom all of a sudden, which is, and is incredible.
2: people minimize why that is? I, I remember when this whole pandemic thing started. Mm. And all of a sudden, I found myself uh, in kind of co-counseling with Harmeet Dillon. I, and I, I, I know. And I, that, that to me,
0: I, I, that was a sentinel moment for me. <laughs> I went, whoa, whoa, something has changed. <laughs> our, our meet Dillon, who is who's right of Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> and Mark Ergos, who I don't think of that way at all, are getting together. Something is changing. Something is.
2: It was this astonishing Two weeks to flatten the curve. I know I've talked about this a million times. Yep. And an emergency declaration. I remember, I'm old enough to remember, you yep. are too. Yep. Emergency meant a limited period of time. Emergency didn't
0: mean three years. How about what shelter in place means? Yeah. That is when a nuclear weapon is incoming. Hey, right. Shelter in place. Yeah. Well, When the hell do mayors remember. chant that every night? <laughs> are you kidding? Of course kids are depressed. Remember when
2: we were kids in elementary school? The, the They'd have trials.
0: The, yeah. The, the sirens. The sirens. Yeah. And you get under your table. Yeah. And, oh, no. And, we actually, at a Royal Seco school right over here, we would actually file down into the basement, line up against the wall, and get in a, in a. That's what yeah. we did. You had to yeah. put your hands behind yeah. your head. You
2: kneel down and yeah. get under the desk. Yep. Yeah. But. That was That was shelter in place. That was shelter in place. <laughs> so, that wasn't to go hide in your house for the two years. Two
0: years. Can you imagine And the I don't
2: and there is absolutely no remorse for it no apology for it
0: well all right so this is something i want to get into which is this can't happen again right i mean we have a you asked about michelle bachman who i was interviewing a couple days ago she is worried about the world health organization having this authority to put us under lock and key whenever they damn well please them and by the way caleb throw up the uh the uh medical emergencies of international concern graph up there. The medical emergency of international concerns were rare events. Like the 1918 flu is right. Look at how many have happened since uh, COVID. All of a sudden they're all the time. Yeah. The, everything every that blue line is the nineteen eighteen flu essentially. <laughs> and then you have then you have everything else. All of a sudden there's a bunch of other uh
2: Right. Rare, everything right. everything gets amplified. Everything I'm gets I'm sorry. Minimized. The
0: blue H one N one is the blue one. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden everything's a medical emergency. Yeah, and they would have authority over all elected officials everywhere in every sovereign nation in the world. That's okay with people? We don't think that could be abused? I just don't. I was complaining the entire time
2: that they lionized this case. It was a 1905
0: case called Jacobson. Mm -hmm. I'm oh, I know. About. Go ahead. And all the yes, sudden, it came up all the time.
2: Uh, that was All you had to do was yeah. kind of wave around Jacobson yeah. from 1905, and that was it. And uh, Jacobson basically said that a guy didn't want to get... Uh, a uh, vaccine or something. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he had to pay a $2 fine or something yes. like that. And that became, okay, we can just destroy you.
0: We can do anything we want to your body in yeah. an emergency.
2: Yeah, And, it, and by the way... I don't agree with much of what Neil Gorsuch on the Supreme Court says, but when he says, where was I when this became this towering presence, this yes. case, yeah. I, I tend to agree with him. What, yeah. and why, why all of a sudden didn't we just outsource or abdicate our fight against or our pushback, and where was the judicial branch pushing back on this?
0: Well, that's my question. Is, it, is this so much of the excesses that were really just hysteria, that's what they were. There's hysterics. Uh, how much of that is going to get solved by the courts? I, and how? I
2: don't know. I will tell you this: I've survived on two different cases, so that we we'll are hopefully get to trial next year. Mm. Uh, but there, it, it's a, it's a, a, an issue that is very concerning to me. Mm. Um, there is the, to hold them accountable, and not to say. To do what was done, there was a superior court judge here in L.A., Mm -hmm. uh, James Chalfont. He issued an order uh, at the trial court level, which the Court of Appeal basically invalidated a month later, two months later. And they did it without really grappling with it. It was basically, we're judges. We're not going to get in the way of Barbara Farrar. I saw that, that. yes,
0: which is an insane thing for them to do.
2: Well, that's what I mean. Can you imagine you're going to – I mean, if you've got a a malady, a disease, or an ailment, are you going to go to um, somebody who's a non-medical doctor and have them tell you what to do?
0: That's what we did in the L.A. County case. That's what we did. And, by the way – uh, as it pertains to the state of California, let me frame it this way: If you are you, are you going to go to a pediatrician to get some advice on adult medicine? Because that's who was doing our our state level public health, yeah. which is common because pediatricians do the vaccine policies. right? And because- so they put pediatricians in these state-level offices. They do not have the training or the judgment to make calls on adult medicine. I, I noticed that when I interviewed Peter Hotez, who I found to be a lovely guy, smart. I agree with 90% of what he was saying. But all of a sudden, at the very end of the interview, he went berserko on me about how he didn't want to get COVID because his brain would shrink. And I don't want my brain to shrink. And I and I was so shocked by him saying that. I. I'd read some data on it, and I thought, "Oh, he doesn't understand that that happens to older adults whenever they get sick. You get a little right. brain shrink, and then it comes back, right? And then it gets good normalizes. He he has no understanding of that because he's a pediatrician. That doesn't happen to kids." And I thought, "Oh, he's in a panic about this thing because he has no judgment about it." And that because was the thing that that if, went. If
2: you see, if everybody you see is under ten years old, yes. Then
0: it's a different I don't I wouldn't dare treat her at that age because I don't know. I have no judgment. I don't know. I, I do it very it's a very different training, a different experience. All right. So I, I don't think I answered your question. You didn't wait, answer
2: wait, my question, yeah. so I'm going back.
0: Yeah. The question is
2: Come on. What is come on. The, <laughs> what is the phenomena that is happening in America right now? Because I will tell you, the people were scratching their heads last week. Five out of the six swing states. Yeah, Biden is now losing. Yes, and
0: and Trump is winning. And Trump is winning. Now people could look at RFK and go, Ah, that's the problem because yeah. he is he is, is, is sucking up a lot of the. Uh,
2: He's the- winning amongst independents.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. So I amongst- I'm an independent. I get the appeal. I right. get it.
2: And then he is dismissed as a conspiracy theorist. By the way, this is a guy who has spent his entire adult career doing environmental law yes. at the highest level. Effectively.
0: Yeah. So his his being called a conspiracy theorist is the same as the reporting on the gag order. Correct. It's bullshit. Right. Now, I had an experience... Uh,
2: and by the way, it's an ad hominem attack. For those who haven't always. taken high school logic, <laughs> when you start to call somebody a conspiracy theorist as opposed to deal with their argument... All you're doing is attacking the person not the argument.
0: And you've lost the argument. Yeah. It's Otherwise a why fallacy. would you why would you do that? Well, because they had so much success with it with Trump. Right. They yeah. love doing it to him. And I noticed it I went to a symposium at the White House, probably the second year of the Trump presidency or something, maybe the first year even. And it was on the opioid thing. Right. And uh, I was very, very concerned about that then. And it was really interesting. It was, they had cabinet level, like six of the, how many, the other 11 cabinet, to the 12? We had like six. We had, you know, Homeland Security. We had Jeff Sessions was there. Right. We had really um, General, you had the
2: Department of Health and Human Services. We didn't have right? HHS. We
0: didn't have Azar the, there, but we had um, Commerce. The, the neurosurgeon. I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, um, um, who
2: was his opponent in the yes, primaries. Yes. Right. Help
0: me, somebody in Neuros- oh, God damn it. <laughs> and, anyway, really, I got to know him very well, and he's a good, good man. And um, Who, by the way,
2: was always well thought of as a neurosurgeon Oh, before. my God, yes. He ran in the Republican. Ben he's Carson.
0: Another flip. <laughs> exactly. Then what is all it? of a sudden Co- he became... Caleb a, what? Ben Carson. C- Caleb? Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Thank Carson. you very much. Dr. Carson. But... In that, it was a day-long symposium about what to do, and a lot of really interesting things were presented. It was like six hours or something, and in there, Jeff Sessions sat down, and he goes, I, I really, I admired, I, He, his esteem went way up for me that day. He goes, I've been doing this a long time with that crazy accent, <laughs> yeah. and he goes, I know how to handle this. I'm going to stop this thing. I'm going to put a stop to the prescribing of the opiates. You you watch me. In about six months, it's going to stop. You watch what I'm going to do. It's going to take care of it. And What did he do? He put the doctors that were killing people in jail. And he knew that when you, you don't have to do that for two or three doctors, and physicians freeze, they just become panicked. And it immediately stopped. It immediately. That's when the prescribing of oral opiates ceased. It was Jeff sessions that did it
2: and you would never know that or recognize it because he was considered you know the the right-wing whack
0: job he was a whack job not only that this is the part that got my attention all these incredible things were being presented all day long at the end unexpectedly we didn't expect this trump marches in it goes to the front of the room and takes the mic and he's out there just sort of be talking and bsing and he the showman that he is, he had a, he goes, oh Steve, you're in the front row. Steve, tell your story. He gets him up, the dude starts sobbing. He lost his son to opiates, wow. and this incredible story. He goes, we we got to take care of this. This is one story. It's lots. Steve sits down. He it keeps talking, and he goes, I don't know what we do. He goes, you know, some countries they make the dealers pay the ultimate cause for the ultimate price for this. But I I don't think we're going to do that. But I, we got to think of everything. Entire day symposium. The only thing the press reports is Trump says we should kill drug dealers is. That is out of this incredible day. That is the only thing that's reported. Have you ever heard of Gelman amnesia?
2: Yes. yes.
0: This is all Gelman amnesia on our part. We, because Gelman, just for people, just to, let me explain it. So that we may have the camera here. So Dr. Gelman was a famous physicist, and every time he'd notice a paper, an article in the paper about physics, it was a million miles from accurate. It was just wrong. And he would go, God, they cannot get physics. But then he'd go on to read politics and world affairs and assume that was all correct. It's all wrong. It's yeah. all off. It's, and all you need is an experience like I had in the East Room of the White House or have them write a story about you. Then you see how far they are from the truth I, I, or anything for that matter. I've
2: had or. that for 25 years. You do a, uh, when I'm trying a high-profile case, yes. I will be in the courtroom and I will spend the day there. I'll cross-examine a witness. Then I'll go back, I'll turn on the TV to see a recap, and it bears no resemblance to what actually happened in the program. All
0: right, so I want to pick up there. we got to take a little bit of break here, but I, that, that to me is such a major, major, major problem. And my question is, are there remedies for this? Can we do something about it? And maybe Elon Musk has started something here.
2: I've got a lot to say on that too.
0: All right, we'll come back with that. Mark Aragos. where do you want people to go? Website? And, okay.
2: uh, you know, reasonable doubt.
0: Come Reasonable doubt. Down. Down. See this is the podcast. Reasonable <laughs> doubt. We'll be right back. If you're trying to figure out the right present for someone, you will not go wrong with gifting the most comfortable sheets, clothing, and accessories that your friends and family have ever felt. Of course, I'm talking about Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has the softest and most comfortable sheets, blankets, towels, PJs, joggers, and more, guaranteed. Susan and I love them. In fact, we still have Cozy Earth sheets on our bed. I slept in them last night. I was thinking of how great they were. And look at this. I'm wearing one of their super comfortable T-shirts right now. I I just can't get enough of Cozy Earth. Their sheets are durable, machine washable, and come with a 10-year warranty against defects. So no surprise that Cozy Earth's brand has been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things for five years in a row. Whether it's their luxury pajamas, super soft bedding, loungewear, or plush bath towels, You will love shopping and gift-giving at Cozy Earth. Here's my gift to you this holiday season. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter code DREW to save 40%. That's CozyEarth.com with code DREW. CozyEarth.com, code DREW, save 40%. Susan and I have been looking for a nutrition-packed, great-tasting greens drink for a while. And then we tried our friends at Paleo Valley's Organic Super Greens, which is superior to what's out there on the market, Our friends at Paleo Valley, well, they think of everything, and they've created what's been called a magical green powerhouse. All three delicious varieties, pure, unflavored, strawberry, lemonade, and tropical, contain 23 certified organic, antioxidant-rich superfoods, including the highest quality spirulina. It's also free of cereal grasses, gluten, grains— Soy and dairy and no added sugars or artificial sweeteners. And what's more, it delivers digestive enzymes, polyphenols, which are believed to burn fat, and eight essential amino acids. Imagine the time, effort, and cost of trying to make this yourself. It's impossible. Head on over to drdrew.com paleovalley, and you will get 15% off your first order. All the great products they have there are 15% off at drdrew.com slash paleo, P-A-L-E-O. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time for the best Genucel sale of the year. Just in time for the holidays, save over 60% off both of our personally tailored Genucel skincare packages at genuselcom slash drew, so you can look your very best at all of your Thanksgiving gatherings. Look 10, 15, 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. Take advantage of GenuCell's best sale of the year and say goodbye to fine lines, crow's feet, puffiness, and dark spots. The GenuCell experience is like no other, but don't take my word for it. You will look and feel your absolute best or your money back, no questions asked. So, for results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell's immediate effects is included for free. Plus, if you go to genuselcom Drew now, you'll get a free upgrade to priority shipping. That is is Drew Genucel dot com slash Drew. Here with Mark Geragos, Reasonable doubt is the podcast, and um, maybe we can take some calls a little later too. I, yeah, would, for that. I would love, okay. That.
2: But you're so, right though about media matters.
0: Yes. Because. So so what remedies. What do we do about all these attacks? What about X? Well, what about uh, the, Musk?
2: What what I was talking about this this morning, um, and if what. The lawsuit says is true if they can show that the it was manipulated
0: yes which they have but of course X has all the access to it Of course they do yeah.
2: and everybody has if you read the commentators, especially mm. the legal commentators, they've all almost uniformly said, well, why is he filing in Texas then?" It's a, you know, there's no reason to be in Texas unless he thinks it's a weak case. It
0: happened to him in Texas. Well, don't you have it, to
2: file in Texas? It, it, that's where he is. Yeah, you have and, to do that, don't he you? He could go somewhere else, but why would he? Yeah. And by the way, now they're also diminishing the lawsuit by saying the attorney general who just came through his yes. impeachment um, and was acquitted is joined in the fray, so to speak, and so that diminishes it. So, so he's going, again, but
0: he's going after criminal in- action though right he's investigating that that's a different target. question right one's a civil suit one's a criminal suit are they it conflating civil those two things suit
2: is as you say this is what's so crazy you can diminish it by throwing kind of the the bricks at it and say well his venue is weak why would he be in texas blah 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 my question is if he's if what he has alleged is true and i have no reason to believe it isn't It's a pretty stunning... Um, indictment of what was done
0: does it surprise you that they did no, that no at no at that's the point it's completely sound the, there is no length to you saw that what was the guy that called up the woman that was calling the pizza service or something oh shit caleb you can help me with this there was a guy a, a podcaster who actually called the reporter who went to his advertisers and said what are you doing well i just wanted them to be aware that you said he goes i didn't say that yeah. What do What are you doing calling my advertiser? Well, I I didn't. Well, I just wanted to make sure they knew. Make sure they knew. Is that your job as reporter? By By the way, it's
2: it's the opposite of what journalism. What they
0: teach in journalism. Unless they, oh, I, who knows what they're teaching now? Right. Well, I, I I worry I about institutions these days. you're, talking about Dave if Portnoy? you're going to Portnoy, yes, yeah, Portnoy. Yeah, Portnoy. Yeah, exactly. So Thank you.
2: If you're going to have opinion journalism, that's fine. Just call it out for that is kind of my opinion. Don't say this is, you know, our investigative report, which reveals blah, blah, blah. By the way, there was a case uh, years ago in California, I know it well, where there was a action against Facebook for putting ads next to uh, and supporting ISIS style Mm. uh, things. That got nowhere. That got nowhere. Mm. Um but here he's got a uh I think a tenable theory that they were basically manipulating the internal the logarithms yeah. Yeah. and system in order to achieve what they wanted to achieve.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: If that's the case, there's there's an issue there. That's a legitimate issue.
0: So as we see you know. And anybody that's in the public now just gets attacked, right? Right. Constantly. And, and it's and a lot of it is social media, just ra- random individuals. But oftentimes, it's organizations like Media Matters.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And oftentimes, Gelman amnesia, it is filled with untruths and no, no opportunity to respond to it and no attempt to establish the truth. Are there going to be remedies for this? Are well, there remedies? Well, the
2: only way... Is I will tell you that uh, from personal experience, the only way is if once again you get judges who are willing to look beyond kind of the knee jerk reaction, which is oh, it's a journalistic entity, therefore I'm just going to give them a pass.
0: But but they're not journalistic entities; these social media platforms. They're just platforms. That what about the individuals that you know that uh, attack that's people? The, that,
2: that's the kind of interesting. Frontier that's got to be fought. Mm. So far, the platforms have been able to. I've oh,
0: got a dog here. <laughs> I do. The
2: platforms have been able to wrap themselves up in kind of the immunities, if yes. you will. And yeah. that's a problem. You can't get past that generally. There are certain things, um, and uh, a very recent case where there's been lawsuits brought about the manipulation of social media and the addictive quality. Yes. And those have survived what what we call 12b6 motions mm-hmm. which are in federal court the motions to dismiss on the face of the so, so
0: those are the ones that are sort of uh bringing up the issue of the harm done to young people in Correct. particular particularly Correct. young girls
2: and right. that it's and that it's it, it's targeted that it's purposeful right. that it's intentional right i think that you're going to get at a certain point i don't know that it's this case so i wouldn't agree necessarily with Elon that it's a thermonuclear lawsuit. Mm. I, I think that uh, maybe that was overstating the case, mm. but who knows? Let's wait and see if he survives the motion to dismiss, if mm. he gets into discovery. If he finds in discovery that the things he's alleged are true, then that could. I can see a a world where that might happen. The Like I say, the knee-jerk reaction, however, is to cloak the journalism with this idea of almost you have to prove something that is almost impossible in order to get over a hurdle.
0: So so this is back to your original question about how how does Trump walk in a stadium and get a standing ovation? People are really sick of this stuff and being helpless against it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, they're, that- and they're they're sick of companies that don't that, that don't like their customers, that mistreat them or don't represent them or don't even market to them. They they just seem to not like them. And the same thing is true of most media content. It's like they're disdaining all these people. It's the basket of deplorables kind right. of thing.
2: And by the way, one of the interesting things is there is a sense of community in that disaffection. So correct that is it's
0: creating parallel economies. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. And there, and it's interesting to watch this unfold. Yes. And
0: what does that mean? What well, do you think we're going?
2: I. I. You is know, it the, is it
0: all the playing out of a fight for freedom? Is that what this is? The, that's both sides' claim.
2: Obviously, uh. it's a fight for democracy. It's a fight for the Constitution. I mean, the, the 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 right will say we're originalists, we're hewing to the text of the Constitution. The left will say this is an existential fight for democracy as we know it. So both use the same bromides. Uh. But at the at the bottom line is, if you can't understand the fact that each of you are talking past each other yes and
0: that and not hearing each other and not hearing
2: and that it's you're only taking a position when your ox is getting gored as the old expression is that's and that's the only time you get worked up then you're never going to solve this
0: i don't like that I know I know so I know, so, so, I, so if you had a magic wand how would you get it towards moving towards living You know my
2: father used to have this uh philosophy he was my hero and was a he was a hard charging DA I always told the joke first 13 years of my life I thought my first name was dumb and my middle name was shit because that's all <laughs> he ever called me and um but he had a philosophy that and interesting given where we are today that the 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 way to solve this was to adopt the military system of justice, Mm -hmm. where one day you're a defense lawyer, the next day you could be a prosecutor. So you wouldn't become an ideologue. The ideology was taken out of the system, and you were were a cog in the system to either, if you're a defense, to advocate zealously. If you're the prosecution, it's to seek truth and justice, Mm -hmm. even if that means you know standing up and dismissing your case
0: you could you could take his uh, recommendation and sort of expand it to a consuming media
2: which is exactly right? why i gave that to you because i knew you would go there so.
0: right we should be consuming each other's media which i always try i always try to think to myself what am i missing why can't i how can somebody think that way it's hard it's very hard
2: and that's, very hard i know that now you say get out of your silos yes. and that's what it is you yep. can't just have conversations you know who's great at this in my opinion pete buddha judge because mm. pete will go on to fox and he will engage yeah what are you afraid of if you're so confident why I'm with it that's and, you
0: want to reach the people that disagree with you those and, are exactly the ones you want to get exactly to. and yeah. by the way
2: and I freely admit it's because I basically my entire adult career has been in the adversarial system but you can agree to disagree in a courtroom and then walk back out and, and be uh, that's a colleague yes and that's how you get at at least, a higher understanding of what truth is
0: well collegiality has has broken down right it's evaporated a little it's bit evaporated. yeah it's really bad in medicine now really yeah. bad I, well, I
2: medicine is scary
0: yeah well what do you, when you say that i agree with you but what yeah. are you thinking
2: mm-hmm. this idea you and i have talked about this mm-hmm. the the idea that you're going to invade the patient physician privilege mm-hmm. and what they can
0: They've destroyed it. Yes, they've destroyed it. Right. I mean, I, I, back in the day when I was fighting hard to, to, to uh, sort of preserve it, I just kept saying, imagine if they did that to the attorney client.
2: Yeah. Imagine now they are now in California, you've got the snitch rule where you're supposed to snitch on a lawyer if you know he's doing something. You know, uh, all that's asking for is every single lawsuit, you're going to snitch on your opponent and use the state bar as a cudgel. Um, You've got the fact that we're going to lower the requirements for the bar exam. Then now you've got what they're talking about. We're not even going to have a bar exam. Well, then you've just, I mean, can you imagine if you started doing that in medicine? Oh, we're doing it.
0: Yeah, The, The medical board is a cudgel. Yeah. Uh, and being used as such with impunity, and absolutely no no concern for what it does to the practitioners, and uh, yeah, they're lowering. They're they're trying to decide: do they, you know, how do they make criteria, and how do they lower the bar, how do they make it easier for people to get in to, to get they,
2: in because we need more doctors, we need more we right, need more that's physicians, right. Yeah. and we don't have physicians here, we don't have physicians yeah. there. And now we've got physicians assistants, and we're going to let
0: them do this. Well, that's the, been the other thing. They for some somebody wants to get rid of doctors entirely.
2: Right, there's a there's Entirely. a it's almost an attack on the profession. Yeah, is so
0: I I've taken the position lately that I I've been fighting for the doctor-patient relationship. Then I was fighting for autonomy of physicians. Now I'm like we we've totally I didn't realize how during COVID I I my eyes were opened how bad it is, and uh, I think we got to get it into the hands of the patient. Now the patient has to have the power to get what he or she wants on their terms, however whatever that is. That's why I've been working with the wellness company because they're like they want to give patients stuff and more access to things. That's what they need. They need more so things that there's no reason they shouldn't have access to.
2: You know, it's so funny because the I was talking with a doctor last night and I was complaining about there was a I, without getting into the the facts of it, I said this is what the um, uh, the medication that they prescribed produced. So rather than figure out that medication and the side effect they gave or prescribed a medication to deal with the side effect. Of course.
0: Right. We do that all the time. Yeah. It's just,
2: it's mind boggling to me. And, but that's where we're at. The
0: the other thing is while we're moving all these, I remember I was on Anderson Cooper's uh, show. Remember, they used to have that round table, yeah, uh, table yeah. and Anna Navarre was there and he was there and they were talking about healthcare. And I said, Well, you know, when you put the physician extenders in and they all went, Physician yeah. extender. Oh my God. What is that? Are you, are you, what's wrong with you? I said, You haven't seen a physician extender yet? Very soon you will. Because right? that, that's all you're going to see. And that was that's all you're less say.
2: than 10 years ago.
0: Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. And it's that's all it is now. But uh, what was I going to say about the extent? Oh, I also have noticed that you know pharmacists are extremely well well trained biologists and clinicians. If they want to bring people up towards the patient, towards the front, pharmacists should be empowered to come forward. By the way, I the when COVID
2: started, and then they had the vaccines, the guy who talked me out of the mRNA yeah. was not a doctor. The it was a pharmacist who said, no, well, no, Mark. You not yet. Know that, right? Mm,
0: yeah. I, well, turned out there's some issues there. So right? how about that?
2: I mean, it was interesting to me that that, and I've always had such great respect for pharmacists because they they're being
0: underdeployed they're, yeah, they're, and they they and and they have exactly. residencies now and programs you can make them really clinically very astute and stuff and i i've been speaking to pharmacy groups lately and uh, no kidding yeah and I, I just think that's an important thing what about the uh, Kathy Hochul thing and quarantines and all that <sighs> <laughs> was going on there <laughs>
2: i um i will tell you that i don't
0: this is this in new york state the governor of new york uh, took Or was challenged in court over this right to quarantine? I guess, right? Not right to lockdown, right to quarantine sick people. Which I would, maybe I don't understand quite what's at issue, but I'd kind of defend her right to do that.
2: Well, I I don't have a
0: problem with quarantining sick people if we need to. Well, that was always,
2: wasn't that? That's what we did for thousands of years, right? That's what we did, and no one ever called into question that
0: society. Society or well, people that was never never an idea. Never, it doesn't didn't do it. Anyway, I can get into that all day. But so what was at issue there? Just They just restored the old public health Correct. standard that sick people can be held.
2: Right. And then that became a political football once again because, mm-hmm. God
0: forbid— The excesses. The right. excesses. And exactly. I understand. I'm concerned about the excesses, too. I get it because that could be used to do the quarantine of well people to see if they're sick. You know well, what I mean? That's what she used also, it for, which was not right. right.
2: And you can also say, well— that we're doing it—it's always we're doing it for their own protection. We're
0: doing it for the for or for the good of the whole. Right, right exactly. Uh, it's just so easy to go there, and and no. Con- Again, this is what I kept ch- chanting: the the risk reward is not being contemplated. They don't know how to do that. They're pediatricians, or they're not doctors, or they've never been put in this position before. All right, I've got a bunch of callers. I I hope they have questions for you. Okay, well, let's see. What I, we got. Uh,
2: we'll see. Maybe they got questions
0: for you, and I'll just chime in. Uh, we will see. This is the swamp. Well, oh, maybe the swamp can answer your questions about the the appeal in the stadiums for President Trump. Yes, I would like that. Uh, Give me a second here.
3: Swamp, you're on. Hey, Uh, hey there. What's up, Doctor Drew? Um, How are you, man? So, wow, attorneys like to talk, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's why yeah. he's here. I,
2: yeah, he's, we, I, we, we often joke we get paid by the word.
3: Especially especially, especially from, from New York. I'm Italian. He's Greek. It's pretty much the same thing. But, um, he's, I, a, he's Armenian. Uh, Armenian. Armenian. There, we're, we're, like, uh,
2: drop the idea.
3: Uh, paint a Greek out. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. We, we've talked about this a, a bunch of times, um, and I brought it up to you uh, about, the, the, the time that you spoke about you're in this quote funk um, I had COVID three times never got the vaccination mm-hmm. uh, but was a college uh, dual sport college athlete and a, a, a vert skater um, you know as a kid and mm-hmm. I don't know if the, uh, the things that are going on are a result of the COVID or is it long term head trauma um, and I know it's it's a fluid thing, which is why I keep asking you the same question. Because when you said it, I kind of took a real big step back and was like, "Wow, he you know he's in a funk and he doesn't know why." And is it a COVID thing? Uh, is there any new data that you've re- received on that?
0: Be, be very m- more specific with me. Well, are, are you you talking about the cloudiness thing?
3: Are you talking about, well, thing, we, you talking about uh, depression? Yeah. It, it, yes yes and yes <laughs> you, okay. know, so, you know so the
0: answer of course is yes and yes, yes. <laughs> so
3: yeah. not, not yeah. the third no, yes but right.
0: the yes and yes so so yes uh they're seeing a lot they're learning a lot more about long covid uh even nasty long covid stuff seems to resolve within three years Okay. Uh, though I've seen some, I've seen some vaccine long COVID that seems to be going longer. So I don't know, uh, exactly what it is does seem to be viral persistence. There was a theory that some of that viral persistence was causing this change in the life cycle of inflammatory cells in the central nervous system, which always fit for me, what was going on. Uh, right. And, uh, and then we don't know, you know, there's a lot of still question marks about you know vaccine effects and then the effect the lingering effects of the lockdown and the uh oh, I just dropped off the uh Well, you know what I would I would jump
2: in. Oops. I have made the anecdotal observation. Is there an exacerbation of mental illness? Oh, oh my god, yes. Well, there's, um, <laughs> that's, well,
0: there's, exa- that, that's there's exacerbation of mental illness. From COVID for sure. Look, there's a guy named, there's a famous psychiatrist in the early 20th century named Menninger. And at the end of the 1918 flu, he made a statement in like 1920 and he said, Look, I think almost everything I'm seeing now is related to COVID. I'm uh, related to the yeah. 1918 yeah. flu. Uh, that he saw, he saw he saw and he listed a whole series of psychiatric conditions, not just depression. And he said, I think this is all related to that flu. And so, yes, of course. I mean, this thing did have a lot of central nervous system activity. And it does, of course, affect uh, our moods for sure, whether it's causing other things, whether it's causing bipolar or thought disorders and things. I don't think so. But people are using more substances, and that's causing more of these thought problems and other conditions, including mood and anxiety.
3: And and I agree because I do have, you know, two, uh, one high school kid and one in college. And I feel like we Mm. lost an entire generation of social skills and Mm. mental aspects and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, uh, because they, they just didn't experience what you and I did. As a high school teacher,
0: if you look back, we should put together Caleb or Susan. We should put together a montage one of these days, of me back in the early days of COVID, going, "Oh my God, we are sacrificing." We are sacrificing 8- to 15-year-olds. We are sacrificing them. Yeah. They are going to be destroyed cognitively, destroyed developmentally, destroyed in terms of their mood. It just was so predictable, and yet it went on and on and on and without light, on without concern.
2: Without any justification.
0: Without concern. And you can see now the difference between a Florida and a Tennessee and a California in terms of what's you, happening with the kids. It's just you, so you're,
3: obvious. You're absolutely right, and and, and there's there's uh, just, just the cognitive... Uh, ability to speak in public or interact face to face to your point in the different states listen is, is, is you possible. know what I,
0: what I keep hoping the the people who do we we spoke to somebody uh, just recently Susan, who do we have as a guest that was talking about this issue about education Jennifer say Jennifer say who is championing all this and uh, I said to her and I'll say it to you uh, which is that I I hope they get pissed. They should be furious at what government and well-meaning officials did to them, and they should really think about that and become, frankly, extreme advocates for autonomy and freedom and you know individualized medicine and that sort of thing. So,
2: is it a is it a cultural, biological? Have you done the in terms
0: of why the mood problem? Yeah, it is neurological from the COVID. We don't know the full impact of the vaccine yet. I think it's, that's probably more sporadic. It is developmental. It is just because kids develop in interaction with peers, not with parents. It is cognitive. I mean, I, I was telling Jennifer Sayes a story that Susan got sick of me saying, and I'll say it to Mark just because <laughs> he's here, which was uh, when the Ukrainian war broke out. There was a ton of reporters at the Polish border interviewing the Ukrainian women with their children coming across the Ukrainian border. And they put a microphone in every woman's face. And I heard this interview a ton ton of times. It was the same interview. What do you think? Horrible. Our sons, our, our husbands, our fathers are back there fighting. This is a catastrophe. Then they would say in the next breath, but these kids, our kids, they've been out of school for two weeks, two weeks. We have to get them back in school now, two weeks. In school, in a country where they don't speak the language, it's that important. Just in school, immediately, we understand how important that is. Two years we languish without, without saying, I'm sorry to what we did to a whole generation. Just wild. Wild. And, so there's, and then there's their, their emotional development. Look, you tell a nine-year-old, incoming nuclear weapon, shelter in place. And if you don't do what we're telling you to do, don't leave the confines of your room, you're going to kill your family. What do you think that's going to do to a nine-year? They're going to grow up with a healthy, bright attitude towards the future. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And then made ev- make everything cost so damn much. Uh, so now they're worried about that. Which again, that's the generation coming up is the one that sees it and feels it. Anyway, this is uh, Marie. We'll see what Marie's got on her mind here. Thank you, Swamp. Always good to talk to you.
1: Ukrainian woman.
0: Hmm, that's right. My my heritage, you know, that's where my family from. <laughs> you're,
2: I'm well aware.
0: The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family, dogs, cats, even horses, in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7
1: You have two years to live. Oh, boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission for eight years now.
0: For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) He came right... the list price that is drdrew.com p-e-t-c-l-u-b 247 pet club 247 marie what you got there oh you got to unmute yourself
4: sir hey mr dr drew i know i know i know and you you have this topic and i thought oh my god i could have some fun because oh good oh my i just wondered in covid camp um, sir, is it? Do they have television? Am I allowed to be in on COVID the internet camp. In, in
0: COVID, in COVID camp, camp? Or whatever. You mean when what, they were whatever, at school? School for COVID? What? School for COVID?
4: Kind of camp. <laughs> <laughs> what? What have they got going here? Am I? Do I have to be re-educated? Or what is this?
2: Oh, COVID camp meaning being quarantined and then in, in Kathy Hokel's camps for yes.
0: quarantines. Will you be reprogrammed at those camps? Is that the question?
4: Yes, yeah, yeah, Yes, because you know what? Yeah. I I have a very open mind and I, I am vaccinated by the way. I've had two of the shots mm-hmm. and um yes, I've been taking I hate and I've been mm-hmm. taking aspirin, aspirin and eating garlic. Garlic is my savior. Mm-hmm. But but good to care of yourself. All I'm I- all for it. I hey, I try to. You're married, aren't you, aren't you Doctor Drew? Yes. Because I yes. like to you, you flip to
0: flip to Susan's picture. Here's Susan. Here's her Yay! picture. Wait, Susan. There she is.
4: There, I'll be your friend, Susan. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Don't 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 beat up on me. Don't. So anyway, you've heard, there's you there's a heard.
0: dog. There's a dog in our picture. You can have him. See this? This is a, uh, this is a dog or Rex. <laughs> Wants to get in on everything. So what's the question, <laughs> uh, Marie?
4: Hey, hey! so television or the internet, it is It is a must in the COVID camp. A must.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll put that recommendation <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. through. <laughs> to, <laughs> to to Governor, Governor Hochul, we'll see if she can
1: make a suggestion box. That's
0: fantastic. Um, we'll make Michael. a clip
1: and send it to her. Uh,
0: Michael, what's going on there? You got to unmute, of course, when you get up. Uh, Oh, this is good fun.
5: Uh, (laughs) Hey, Michael. Dr. Drew, thanks for taking my time uh, and thank you for hosting this. Um, On the uh, mental capacity, I feel like the executive function was mostly affected Mm. by COVID. uh, Just because Mm. of the irrational decisions that people started making. Life choices, you know, uh, and stuff like that. That was just my experience. Um, I did not get the vaccine because my doctors recommended I didn't because my uh, immune system is already compromised uh, from environmental Mm -hmm. toxins. And thankfully, Mm -hmm. thankfully, I didn't take it. And in my own medical journal that I'm going to be presenting to the Veterans Administration eventually, uh, I'm trying to find Mm -hmm. a link between uh the mrna and the ms drugs that were developed over the past 20 years because they were the the ms drugs are immunosuppressant
0: sure in specific ways most of them in in specific ways most of them yes okay interesting what do you do
2: it's michael what does michael mm -hmm. do
0: M- Michael is, is. Michael, can you be more specific? Besides being a dissident,
2: well, I feel your well, pain as a dissident. But well, well, let's talk about
5: 1996, 1997. I'm listening to Dr. Drew talk about tiny penile papules. You know, in high school. <laughs> Good. And then, pearly, and then I, I go peniles. on. Pearly, there you go. Uh, and then, uh, public accounting for 10 years after new university. Mm. And then I started and mm. founded, uh, a bunch of different companies in my thirties. And now I'm in my mm. forties, uh, recovering for from, you. uh, environmental toxins.
0: Mm. Wow. Okay. Wow. Quite a career. Yeah. it's nice. Well, listen, uh, yeah. is that, is that it, Michael? Is that your, just a statement really? Actually.
2: Well, you had the question about call- executive function.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Well,
5: the uh, the the next step that I'm going to try and take, and I'm trying to figure this out with my doctors, is my dad was exposed to Agent Orange, and we are trying to figure it out if my my genetics were changed as a result of that to make me more i was going to say the same so
2: that was obviously the exposure was prior to you being conceived yeah yeah that's interesting
0: correct uh listen because uh, michael we yes is there a website or anything you you want to refer people to to find out more about what you're doing
5: actually uh mr garrick i actually reached out to your firm um uh -hmm. because i'm in the process of finding counsel for a bunch of different areas so I hope to hear from your firm in the near future. I just did that while we were on the right. space, so thank you. All right,
0: beautiful. All right, He'll look forward. He'll look forward to hearing from you. Fantastic. You um, picked the uh,
1: right guy.
0: Yeah. So, so tell me something. So we'll so tell you something. Okay. I will something. do that. If
1: you've
2: got, if you think it was, you know, we go back to all of the various theories. Do you, you think that COVID? Hmm itself as opposed to let's just put the, aside the vaccination the virus put, the virus itself
0: yeah. the, well when you say the virus itself it's been many different things right across these few it's years the it's evolved yeah
2: and has there been in your opinion studies that have uh, looked at the one year two year three year yes. effects? And yes
0: what are they what are they uh, the m- most of uh, so the long COVID stuff is mostly going on out about a year or two years.
2: What qualifies as long COVID?
0: Well, that's a good question. I, I think mostly they're looking at cognitive problems. Either, either there are several different things. It is exercise intolerance, like real severe intolerance, like you right. can't walk across the street. It is cognitive, real serious fogginess where you can't function at work for long periods of time, a lot of drowsiness and weakness, that kind of thing. And those are the big three. There's a few other things that get in there. And most of those studies that I've seen are about a year or maybe two years. So meaning
2: a year out from.
0: Yes, they're still having these symptoms, two years still having these symptoms. And some of them, same with the vaccine. The vaccine causes the same thing. Uh, What I've seen recently is studies three years out on taste and smell, saying it gets better, which is sort of evidence that we could hope that some of these neurological symptoms are going to improve oh, from good. the long COVID too.
2: And if there, if the although theory, the
0: mechanism is probably different, but okay.
2: Why? Why? Well,
0: they, they thought on the the thought on the the sense of smell was it was vascular a vasculopathy that damaged the nerve. When it's the long COVID, they think it's continued inflammation by a certain particular cell, viral persistence. So, is
2: there any? Uh, has anybody distinguished? Because I, I would assume, with the mass vaccination, mm-hmm. that you can't you can't distinguish between, or maybe you can't, the mRNA versus the non mRNA. Have they done studies as to On
0: that? On who gets into trouble? Yeah. It, it looks like the studies I've seen, the best I can summarize that, answer your question, is that it is, the spike protein's the problem, it seems like. Though so people are trying to make it the DNA plasmids and the liquid nanoparticles and the and the the, the um, charge on the liquid <laughs> there's all these theories about things that could hurt you, but really the only consistent thing is the spike protein. And if that's around in high quantities, it seems to cause problems and the mrna produces more spike for longer periods of time in many so people so then the
2: the problems with the mrna seem to be more so it's amplified
0: amplified i think is a good way to say it or okay. say it. It, but we do see it from the other vaccines too right the ones that have that are producing the spike protein that's the problem um where was i going with all this uh, the the back to the you know the outcome from the vaccine though that has been very concerning lately is that the incidence of myocarditis in young males, I mean, it's all over the place. I've seen everything from every male has it to it's one in 10,000 to it's one in 800. Let's say it's one in 5,000.
2: What was it prior to, before COVID was a thing?
0: the myocarditis from yes. from viruses or from right. a vaccine
2: from a, in, or just
0: in the in the population in generally. the
2: population generally
0: Extra, I, it was that whenever my kids got sick i always worried about that as the outcome and you almost never saw it i mean like maybe one in a hundred thousand something like that
2: was hank gathers myocarditis? do you remember the basketball player lmu
0: you um, mean uh you mean uh,
2: uh maybe it was that's the wrong name it was an lmu basketball player
0: uh who had died on the court remember this and it was a cocaine thing you're not no, talking no, about that was Len Bias? len bias okay um, no i don't remember the Hank yeah thing i do remember there being another one that died but that that i don't know because that also could we could look it up really quick um but so it could have been congenital. That's usually, let's put it this prior way. To COVID. Back in the day, right. when an when athlete died on the court, you'd go, oh, it's hypertrophic cardiomyopathy or congenital heart disease, okay. almost without exception. Uh, r- rarely it'd be some consequence of myocarditis down the road. But it was it just unheard of to have my, and myocarditis. Was so why
2: a, would you worry about it for the kids?
0: Now? No, then. Oh, because it's so dreaded. It's just the dreaded, you know, mild but viruses rare. can. Exceedingly rare. I, like nutty that I would worry about it. Crazy that I would worry so about it. So we're talking 100,000, one and a right. half a million or something like that. Okay. Uh and, and um and when it started happening, they were like, Oh, it's just mild myocarditis is a emergency in a young person. It is, it can they can die suddenly from an arrhythmia with myocarditis. And
2: what how does it how does it actually happen?
0: It, it, you it? get inflammation of the heart muscle. And when the heart muscle is inflamed, it can become, it can produce electrical discharges that can stop the heart, essentially. Or it can conduct electricity abnormally. Is it connected to AFib? It can be, but we're seeing more of other supraventricular arrhythmias, not necessarily atrial fib, but lots of other rapid rhythm disturbances. And is
2: that now something that you see more often as opposed to? Not so
0: much more often that back... Before COVID, when somebody in their 40s or 30s would come in with palpitations, we'd pat them on the knee and go, "Just don't, don't even worry about it. It's, it's, it's PVCs." Now we're going. Oh, should we get a cardiac MRI? Shall we see if it's you know? Should we have to do a cardiac monitor so because it's so worried, common they, now?
2: If somebody's worried, what do they do? What do how do they? Take if we if we
0: we we do two go you know, two different directions. One is get a cardiac MRI to see if there's any myocarditis and the other is to get a continuous cardiac monitor to see what the heart's actually doing and many people... the
2: monitor actually pick it up?
0: It'll pick up not the myocarditis but the rhythm problems that that the the myocarditis may be causing.
2: Okay, so then you reverse engineer from the rhythm problem? Well, not, not
0: oftentimes people aren't doing that because they what they do is they just look at the overall heart function going it's solid. Even if it is myocarditis, it's just causing rhythm problems. So, so I EKG, don't really need to know. that show this? Not really, no. no. Okay. It's it's just it's an inflammation. It's a local inflammation. You can see it on MRI, but here's the troublesome part. There was an article in Circulation, which is a major psych, uh, uh, cardiological journal, that was out of, I think, Hong Kong, that showed of all these kids that got myocarditis, half of them had persistent inflammation. I think it was at a year or six, or I think it was a year, the year out. That is breathtaking information. And it's it was a, f- a couple of dozen kids, right? So it's one out of 800 or one out of 1,000 or one out of 5,000 that get it. So people went, oh, it was only 32 kids. I mean, what's the big deal? How many of those kids would have been hospitalized with COVID or gotten chronic medical disorder, but of potentially life-threatening importance from COVID? The answer is zero. Wow. Zero.
2: So, so that's where you can say that's where it's I'm not worried. COVID,
0: it's but it's not only is it the mRNA vaccine, it's doing it. Yes, it's rare, but it's even rarer to get into serious trouble in that age group with no antecedents, with no other medical problems. From COVID, so you're taking. So why are we pushing it in that age group? They they should take it if their doctor wants them to take it, or they want to take it. But to mandate it, see, I think where this words are really going to get involved is where some college kids end up with serious, life-threatening, long-term problems because of mandated vaccine that did not protect them from anything relevant. It didn't prevent transmission right and it didn't it, it wasn't meaningful to that age group at all
2: well, that's in terms why of getting the authorizations are, are, uh, EUAs. R- remain right and there right. hasn't exactly.
0: been full approval right and even with full approval they'd still have tons of protection but i I don't see how the universities are going to be protected from mandates that bioethicists around the globe said I don't think you have the data to do this right. and uh, and they were they were fired. There's a famous case of Aaron cariotti He was the head of, um, you know, this historian. Right, I do. He was a decorated psychiatrist, psychiatric teacher at University of California, Irvine. Head of their bioethics department for years. When they came up with the mandate, he raised his hand and says, "I don't think you have the, I don't think you have the data to to justify a mandate. You can't, you can't bioethically require people to do something that has in, not significant benefit and maybe some real harm." He was fired. Yeah, and now he's in. He's a plaintiff in Biden versus Missouri,
2: right? And I mean, that's
0: is, before the Supreme Court now. How do you think, think that's it? going to go?
2: I think that the Supreme Court is going to rule that the district court was right and uh, refused that, to hear it. Then,
0: yeah, just refused to hear it. Yeah, and then that's it. Then what happens? Then it becomes the court of appeal decision, basically. But but I mean, then what what does that mean? Well, the, I, the the the
2: it, they can sidestep legally or procedurally i should say by just mooting it so to speak but i don't know that they'll do it i, I i'm just interested in watching procedurally how this
0: unfolds but, but let's say it goes back to the court of appeals as their their decision stands right if it goes what does that what to, does that mean for the country what does that mean for people I that don't, are, I don't what does think it mean for that, these mandates what does this all mean it, it's a very i don't think it has any realistic
2: impact on the mandates i think that it has more to do with the um the idea of manipulation social of media information through social media
0: and so there'll be new law then or the people i don't
2: know that there would even be new law i think you would i think you would have causes of action from the various people who were targeted. I mean, you know, you were some.
0: Right. So I should.
2: Exactly. And I, I may have you as a plaintiff. Let's so. do it.
0: Let's do this. Because <laughs> I do think, that I think we have an obligation to.
2: Well, you see this tagged stuff through. how many times?
0: Oh my goodness. I pff, can't even count. And all, all Gelman amnesia stuff, all either carefully edited. So it was twisted. Uh, look, I made a comment about a Chinese bot uh, two days ago and immediately got attacked with with well-edited videos and things. I thought, oh, that's interesting because it might be more than just our government in there right. manipulating things. So it's uh, – oh, Susan loved that. She, she, is, a, she is a CCP um, – Yeah,
2: I was going to say this is right up her alley.
1: Oh, but you- – Mark and I worked together at the beginning of the Dr. Droop's deal, and oh, right, we never right. figured out who that mofo was. But um, and I'm still wondering why we can't find out. <laughs> well how would you how would you how would you
0: find, <laughs> how would you find out? How would I you want to
1: know it? who that guy was. But how
0: would you do it? I mean, he said
2: we tried. Yeah. we tried. We just
1: hit we dead couldn't. Well, dead dead I kind road. of have an idea, but it's like, don't you think YouTube should tell us who who did that hit piece on us?
0: They have no obligation. I mean,
1: I I think that it's like Kelly said. I don't like to take advice from people that I don't know who it is. Like I'm, I'll have a conversation with you if I know who you are, you know. And it's just it it's still they're still anonymous and their their videos still up there. But anyways, Mark and I went down the AI bot thing with YouTube for a while, and you know he's he knows what I've. Been through with that. I I watched it. I had a front row seat. Yeah. You
0: (laughs) were thinking about that video. That that so so that video excluded, carefully cut out what I said at the end of every comment where I was being a little hubristic and excessive. I just said, look, just listen to the CDC, listen to Fauci, they'll get us through this. Every single time. I remember. Now that that clip that part has emerged as you see how wrong he was uh-huh. he shouldn't have he shouldn't have said anything about the c d c or Dr fauci. they're adulterated, so yeah, I didn't get everything all right all the time. I did not, and uh well, who does nobody and I evolved there was a great uh shoot i I retweeted something uh. Oh, well, I can't get on it right now. But there was a, a retweet of something about evolution, about changing thoughts. And it was from a famous author and about how that's you know th- that's such a glorious thing to change your opinion and evolve your thinking. That's, that's what we do all the time. You're supposed to. We're supposed way, to ascend to the truth. Is,
2: that is the scientific method. 100%. Last time I looked, I'm so.
0: Well, this idea that there is a truth is that, that's no, there is no truth. There is an approximation of the truth that we get through through the scientific method, which is the best method we have found so far to help us approximate the truth. But it has all been highly adulterated recently.
2: That goes back. We could go all the way back. There it
0: is. There it is. Changing your mind is probably one of the most beautiful things people can do. And I've changed my mind about a lot of things over the years. And I said, yep. I said that that's it. There it is. It was Monica Gandhi put that up. So, all right, my friend. Well, we have abused your time sufficiently. Uh, it's Thank always a you. pleasure. It was great to see he you. was
1: really shocked to see you came into studio. I yes. was
0: shocked that 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 Susan required you to number one. No, he's
1: our first guest in house studio. Well, I, I love guests. being the first
2: guest.
1: Yeah, yeah and I he can. lives near us, and he's. But he's, secondly,
0: that, that she was able to persuade you to do it. I mean, persuading the persuader is pretty pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was, and I was like, I, I didn't, I sort of didn't think about it till you were driving in i was like what are you doing you've made it he hasn't come in for anybody exactly. what have you done here but,
1: but you know what you that. look really good on camera and it, it was nice it, the shot looks good and i well, think we'll I mean, keep I this i enjoyed
2: coming up here i will tell jake that i saw where his video yeah used you to told, be. we'll
0: tell paulette where,
2: <laughs> where, where, where i know up.
0: So she'll be more interested in the fact that he played uh, conservatively 700 hours Here's of Call of Duty up here, here in this room. Thank Here's, you. All right, my friend. He's got so to go. He's got to go. I we'll let say. him go. Uh, I will sort of – let me wrap up here. Uh, let's put the you, – you can go. I appreciate it. He's got to be somewhere. Yep. Uh, there we go. Samus Br- Bruner in here tomorrow with Dr. Thank Victory. Thank Steve-O you. is going to be in on the first. We're going to take – are we going to take Wednesday and Thursday off, Susan? We're not going to do those from Austin? Is that cool? No,
1: we're not going to do it from Austin. No. Yeah,
0: we'll see. It's on my schedule. Tom Renz comes back on December uh, 4th. He's been around lately with some interesting stuff. Nicole and Jemmy, whom if you know... But Nicole, we have
1: steve on Friday, yes. so that's why we're not doing Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. He'll be in studio as well.
0: Which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and uh, Nicole and Jemmy is uh, very... Has one of the most popular Instagram sites out there where she puts all these pathology specimens she's an autopsy technician is very knowledgeable about pathology and is very committed to uh, medical education of the public and her sort of, she has a similar thought to I do is you should know this stuff. Why don't you know it? I have sort of um, expanded that little philosophy to thinking, not only should you know it, you should have access to things you need cheaply and easily that you could easily understand how to use on your own without going to the emergency room or their urgent care or tell even telehealth. Though telehealth can be an important uh, part of uh, helping you Ask answer questions about what you should and shouldn't be doing. I, I'm a very supportive of that. And then Ed Dowd in here on December 6th with uh, Dr. Kelly Victory again. And uh, Ed, of course, always giving us uh, wild uh, updates to think about in his data. I do know that the, uh, the Society of Actuarials has come up with some grave concerns. And, and I, I want to talk about where Ed gets attacked. He gets attacked all the time for all kinds of things. And uh, help understand what that is and where that's coming from and how he addresses that. Susan wants to also. Talk.
1: I, I want to mention a shout out to our sponsors. TWC is having Cyber Monday sales, so last day to get your discounts at drdrew.com/twc. Oh, get your emergency kit under that Christmas tree for the one you love.
0: And by the way, is what is their sleep a product called Restful Sleep or something? Yes, it it is. The best, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sort of a supplement skeptic by nature. So you have to, I have to see the data. I have to, I have to really kind of get my head around that you're doing something with it. This is the most effective sleep product I've ever come across. I'm a long-term melatonin user. I don't like it. It makes me fall asleep quickly, but then it wakes me up after five, five hours. This stuff has ashwagandha and some other things in it that help with the hypothalamic axis cycling and sleep. I am i I can't, I can't tell you how impressed i am with this product I, yeah is it called restful sleep you want to look it up real quick I
1: think so it's, go hey, to hey, Dr. Maybe, I, com I, slash twc i
0: made you i made douglas use it i made you use it did you try it yet? yes did, i did did it help and yeah and did melatonin two makes two me one? very
1: sleepy in the morning you take so. one or two i took two
0: and it worked, right? It worked great. We have these uh, rings that monitor our sleep. And so or I've seen ring. the objective results of it. I'm just. or a ring. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm, I'm just. I, I'm amazed. I'm, I'm yeah, amazed. it works. And I'm not it saying it's going to work definitely. for everybody. I don't know for sure. Uh, the data is there that it is effective. It is effective in me, that's for sure. And uh, worth a try if you're having any kind of sleep. There it is. Um,
1: Thank you. Restful sleep. Restful sleep. Okay. I think yeah.
0: that's what it says. Is that what it says? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what it's called. What it said restful sleep. Yeah. Do you have sleep problems? I I
1: recommend Uh, he he can't sleep, he has a new
0: (laughs) baby. Yeah, Yeah, my sleep sleep. problem is more to do with baby.
5: Yeah, thanks Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) My (laughs) wife is texting me right now Uh during the show. She's like, I'm ready for bed, it's time to go to sleep.
0: (laughs) We'll get you out of here.
1: (laughs) Oh, poor baby! And then our friends at
0: Paleo Valley, of course, she's working hard, been great. And
1: oh, I bet, I bet, but listen. Just head on over to all our sponsors. Our sponsor page is at drdew.com slash sponsors. So get all of your of discount uh, discounts codes there. for there. Uh, yeah,
5: I highly suggest going there today, especially because we're like Cyber Monday deals and all throughout this week. Like go get those coupon codes. There are some big ones there. Some of them do like 40% off with these coupon codes. So go to com slash sponsors. Yeah. Very fast now. Great.
0: Yeah, so all our, uh, we've
5: been <laughs> get really your
1: toothbrush and get your your teeth whitening kit. We have some great Christmas gifts. Well, over Well, GenuCell, Paleo, but you got to get an emergency kit paleo-Val. for for your family. Uh, we're
0: we are going through the bone broth like ridiculous, we need more to get more. <laughs> we go through so much of that. Uh, all right, so anyway, we we stand by the people who stand by us, and we and we're very very fortunate that way. And so I feel very 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 privileged that we are in business with good people who create right. good products and who who like their customers and want to serve them so that that is sort of uh, a privilege to be a part of that so here we are uh we thank you all for being here we will be in tomorrow early with uh kelly and dr Seamus bruner
1: yes we will
0: uh at noontime pacific and then 3 p.m eastern 3 p.m eastern and on friday when we return will also be a noontime visit correct
1: Yes, yes Steve. We Stevo. we're gonna use new. the studio again. And then I'm we'll so go excited. back
0: to uh, a regular schedule. We're
1: gonna have our own cameras on on Friday. So oh, we'll have them by then. Yes. Well, that's we're exciting. borrowing these today. Caleb got hit. Uh, he, he had some excitement today, but he needs to go to bed now. So very
0: quickly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next week, though, is gonna be on the fourth, on the fifth and sixth is actually a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rather than a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because Thursday, I'm having a shoulder procedure. So I'll tell you all about that. So, and that's good. Good slate of guests there on that week. So we will see. We're you. all set. We'll see you then. Thank you. Ask Doctor Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only.